0: Mm-hmm. Interesting choice on the Radio for Scotland network. I thought it was worth giving you a bit of an introduction to the show before we started. We're going to be listening to some albums that we believe have some interesting choices on them and then talk for about 20 30 minutes about what seemed a bit crazy, what seemed funny, what seemed really interesting. Kind of similar to how other podcasts like How Did That Get Made, Doug Love's Movies, Blockhouse, or even Mystery Science Theatre 3000 have done for our films. So if you have any suggestions for albums or just want to know more, go to Interesting Choices Twitter at HMM Choice. That's hmm Choice on Twitter. Now with our first episode, is Amy McDonald's this is the life.
1: Let, let me just start off by saying I already had this album on my iPod. Seriously? Yeah. Cause
0: I I had heard I had heard this is the life and that's it. That's
1: why I downloaded the album, I <laughs> heard This Is a Life, and, I, and thought I thought that's a catchy song, yeah. There were moments where I was walking along with my iPod, and I thought, I really want to listen to that song, This Is The Life. Let's
0: just start at the top, general, general views of the album now that you've listened to the whole thing.
1: I think it's very good at what it's aiming to be, and it's a kind of pop singer-songwriter, so female singer-songwriter with guitar, pop album. And it's maybe the best example of that yeah, Like at yeah. the moment. And she has some catchy... There are some songs <laughs> I genuinely like the catchiness of. I was very biased.
0: I wanted to go into this album hating it because I do hate that So It's catchy, but the person that's really fucking selling this album is the producer, who is really good at just creating those generic kind of pop songs with a lot of layering and a lot of texturing and there's bits that are just genuinely good i heard bits i was like that's a really good bit in that song Mm. but it's weighed down by amy mcdonald's (laughs) it's like see see if you gave this producer like shania twain or something or one of those more regular one of those up-to-date references
1: (laughs) What, what are you trying to make that as an example of? A good songwriter? Or are you just no. saying you could throw him at anyone? He, you I can mean, throw him at
0: someone who's like
1: who a sing. passable
0: singer sure. and the material would be better. Yeah, I think the biggest drag on this whole album is Amy MacDonald's writing on it.
1: I tend to agree with that. But the thing is, there are they're good songs in terms of the chords and the melody and stuff and that's yeah, that's catchy yeah. but what is your main criticism the lyrics i guess the lyrics are the biggest drag on it the bi- <laughs> and the repetition of lyrics sometimes and choruses, we'll get to that we'll get skip to ahead.
0: that the best way i can sum up the whole album is that the mini label that sort of started her out was called is called melodramatic That is the overall album. It's steeped in melodrama. It's not by somebody with any life experience. That's the best way I can put it. I was looking around for research on this, and I'm going to take this out of context, but there's a correct context of this. Uh, The producer, Pete Wilkinson, said he was literally aghast at her songwriting (laughs) abilities. I remember reading that as well. That was hilarious. He literally
1: aghast. But he meant it in the positive sense, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: (laughs) And then, then he goes like, "Who wrote those songs?" I can just imagine, like, "Who wrote those songs?" <laughs> and then we don't like, know the tone. Let's start on the opener.
1: Yeah, so the first track is Mister Rock and Roll.
0: Like I said, I went in really heavily biased, thinking I'm going to hate this song. I'm going <laughs> to hate the song called Mister Rock and Roll. But the song, the song itself is just generic pop, and it's good. The lyrics are some of the best on this album. You think? Really? Yeah, on this album. Wow. There are some bold
1: choices. Um, um, I've got first of all, <laughs> this is like a this is like a story, this song. So it's like <laughs> <laughs> she, she's she's wrote these characters. <laughs> Ah, so there's one called Mister Rock and Roll, and then you've uh, how got is he,
0: how is he Rock and Roll? By the way, could
1: you remind us? He's talking on his phone. <laughs> He's talking on his phone a lot. Yeah, <laughs> like those rock <laughs> like those stars. Rock stars. <laughs> They're always on the phone, you know. But you've got Mister Rock and Roll, the first character, then comes along. Rock Chick of the Century. The which,
0: antithesis of Mrs. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I like how she's chosen you know how in novels and things they'll give like a dark character the name of like, oh here comes Mr. Sirius Anvil, and you're like, oh, this guy might be a bit evil. Yeah. Like she's gave oh, this is Rock Chick of the Century. I can understand You what-
0: understand her backstory from that title. <laughs> yeah. And you're gonna need it because the lyrics that follow after it are not a
1: story at all. That's why I was confused why you thought those were good lyrics, because she just has two fucking terrible characters, and then the chorus is something like, yeah, they'll both meet, maybe. that Those lyrics are just generic pop. I don't know why I'm going
0: to use Shania Twain for all examples here.
1: <laughs> but um, She really appreciates it. <laughs> She I'll, I'll, appreciates any exposure right actually,
0: now. Actually, I, yeah. Just I, I, has I got a new that. album
1: out, by the way. <laughs> <laughs>
0: you can find the link. Yeah, I've been revealed. The sponsor I, of I today's a PR episode. I am This whole podcast is about Shania Um It's not the best on the album. It's one of the best. But a bold choice to start your album talking about Mr. Multicultural. A person completely unlike Amy McDonald's. So on the first track, she's basically... What does that mean? <laughs> Amy McDonald's very right-wing and she's decided is to she announce ra- it. Is she actually? Is this a known thing? I don't know if it's a known thing, but that's the lyrics. It's like a person very different from me, she says. Ah, okay.
1: Ah, that's
0: interesting. She's not multicultural. So her opener on the song is, Wait, I don't like multiculturalism.
1: <laughs> maybe she's rock chick of the century, though. That's what
0: I thought. But she's saying me in that song. She can't be talking in the third person unless she has some other character that's Maybe singing it. Maybe there's a it. third character. <laughs> Mrs. McDonald. Mrs. Black and White is the Miss- antithesis of Mr. Multicultural. Whatever. Oh,
1: right. I think she... Oh, that's m- right, Yeah. Yeah. But, because then then they meet up. So like the rock chick yeah. of the century meets Mr. Rock and Roll, and, but then Mrs. Black and White yeah. meets Mr. Multicultural. Which is good thing. Which are two fit. different
0: things. No, <laughs> that's a
1: good thing. Yeah. Because yeah. uh that would go together quite well. One of the worst lines, was it? The is it Mr. Multicultural? Sees he's all very, that one can see. Sees so he's like some omniscient guy. <laughs> and then it's like very different from me. And then there's he just a line. He wants to be free. Was free, free so you so can, can see. see. That's that's up there for top ten worst.
0: It's one of the worst in it. There isn't maybe any part on this album that I can think of where I think, "Oh, that's from her personal life or experience." Apart from maybe one or two bits.
1: But she's nineteen, so you can maybe she's nineteen. You can she's nine. give her a pass. Give her give give her that nineteen pass. That nineteen
0: pass. We're gonna go on to the next track. Um probably the one that started the whole thing that this is, is the life
1: this is the life
0: i think it's eight times the chorus goes let, in re- repetition all right
1: just going right into that we're going right <laughs> i don't want to pussyfoot around here first of all let me just say first of all this is a catchy song it's and a catchy, this, this is why i downloaded the album and had it on my ipod because i liked i, I like the melody i like those chords it just sounds like a really nice song the music's good. The, as there's long no real cri- Well, sure. actually, there
0: is, but later. <laughs> we'll as as long
1: as you don't dig into... And uh, most people don't do that. As long as you don't dig into, like, how's this st- song structured? What are the lyrics about? Then it's a fucking great song. You know how you have these food manufacturers and is is it crisps or something or sweets? And they, they make And they just pack crisps. in all these... They make, have you seen these crisps? <laughs> yeah. Have you seen these guys? Uh, but they, they pack in just all these chemicals that are... I think it's maybe something in Pringles. Uh, <laughs> just, I, Pringles. I uh, I've read something where it's like they they pack in all these like addictive chemicals, or, or like they just dramatically over-engineer things so they make the it addictive engineer to be addictive. Pack yeah, yeah. but packing all the best things that people like. So that's what she's sort of doing in these songs. It's like people like catchy courses, Let's just sing it a bunch of times, <laughs> and people like that. And People, that's why the song's
0: It's evident. It's a three minute and 40 song. The song is finished at about two minutes. Less than two minutes. Yeah.
1: It goes first chorus. Let's skip over the chorus right now. And then first <laughs> chorus. But we can't
0: because that's the whole song.
1: <laughs> yeah. So first chorus, second verse chorus, and then there's an instrumentation and it's a chorus. But let's, let, <laughs> let me just say this first yeah. of all before you go on the chorus. One chorus equals the chorus twice, basically. Yes. <laughs> so yes. that there's there's the first thing. Yeah. So keep that in your mind. One chorus is two choruses. So that's pl- and that's when, played. W- that's played twice before you get to the instrumental.
0: When I was first counting off the choruses, I, I counted them just as a chorus. Exactly why I went did. <laughs> went through it was it. Like, Wait a second,
1: and so then it hits the instrumental, and then the chorus. Which remembers the course times two yeah. is played a further four times. So in total, there's six or twelve in actually courses. Uh, twelve courses. courses. Yeah.
0: The next song is uh, "Poison
1: Prince," uh, a drug song in the canon of "Needle and the Damage Done." Sure, I didn't do any research for this, but was this? I have the feeling this was about Pete Doherty.
0: Poison Prince, Pete Doherty. Pete Doherty. Uh, <laughs> I'm board. surprised
1: this isn't called Mr. Dougherty, and she's like obfuscated it a little bit. I think the doctor estate kinda... had
0: some things to say about that version of the song.
1: Oh, right. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. That's that's a very subtle character name. Poison <laughs> Prince. Um, the, the only thing I, I thought was funny in this, the little nod of the head to Dylan. Do you see that? I There's like so. a line saying... Something about knocking on heaven's door. Oh uh, yeah! So there's yeah. there's a wee nod to her uh, her, contemporaries, <laughs> her heritage. <laughs> her peers, her peers. Uh, Bob Dylan, I like that little that little subtle nod of the head. A wee wink to Mister Dylan. Mister Dylan.
0: Uh, did you know Pete Docher is dead by the way?
1: No, he? he's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um,
0: next song, the My Generation. Of the album, Youth
1: of Today. That's a little nod of the head to the other <laughs> peers, uh, <laughs> yeah. Roger Daltrey. And, uh, this, this song just I makes understand.
0: me think she's not a very nice person.
1: We said earlier on we're giving her a pass because she's 19 years old, but this is the worst song on the album um, and it's the song that anyone who's tried to write songs before, especially, yeah, maybe just especially if they're like in their late teens, Yeah, everyone has wrote this song. This is or-
0: like a first song if you're writing songs. Like, I'm angry about stuff, therefore I want to do music, therefore I'm going to write Youth of Today.
1: It's really, it's terrible the whole way through. It's just like, you don't understand the youth, <laughs> I'm, I'm not <laughs> going to listen to you with all your Ringing experience. in my ears. <laughs> And knowledge don't again, again.
0: Production selling the shit out of a bad song,
1: and she's saying things about her generation, like "Oh, change your hair in every way," as if this is <laughs> yeah. the first generation who's been like, "Oh yeah, we're young, we're gonna have weird hairstyles." Sorry, Gramps, I'm gonna wear green hair today. That's the youth of today that you don't understand. Like, I want to know, is this still in her life set? Because she should be in. Embarrassed now and not play this song. I think
0: it is in her life. It's it is in her. T- I watched her perform this with the German Philharmonic you went Orchestra. To, you
1: went to Amy McDonald's. I done sure. a lot of research on this album. <laughs> Bought lots of tickets. G- German people fucking love Amy McDonald. Yeah. reason. yeah, she's really popular in Europe and things.
0: Let's just get the hell away from this song and go on to. Yeah,
1: it, it's the worst. Yeah. It's the worst song on an album. I think she I, should be embarrassed. I don't by think that. I'll agree with that. But
0: it's one of the worst.
1: Uh, lyrically, is one lyrically of the worst. Lyrically, it's straight. I know we said we're giving her a pass for 19. We can't, um, can't I'll, give her a pass I'll on give the pass. I'll give her the pass, but I'll take that pass away because she's still playing it now and she's, not, she's clearly not embarrassed in hindsight, you have which any privileges. reasonable person would be.
0: You're like a hall monitor, basically.
1: I want that pass back, John.
0: <laughs> Does she get a pass on the next one? Run.
1: Now, I was
0: convinced this was a Snow Patrol song or a Coldplay song, it sounds like one of those,
1: yeah, those band songs. I think they had a similar one on this. I do not have too much to say about this song. Uh,
0: I didn't so have okay. much to say apart from... I'll, too much of this album sounds safe. This song, she tries that sort of yelling, singing thing. Hmm. Uh, and it sounds decent. It's I don't think it's good. Uh, the lyrics on this are one of the most generic. Like, I'll run until I can't run. Um, but it's good to see that she's not going to keep doing that. She's not getting into a comfort zone with her vocals. She tries something. I think that's
1: commendable. Um, I'll give her a pass for that. <laughs> let's Give her the her, experimental let's pass. Let's give her the pass back. Just give her the yeah. pass back. Cause I'm, I'm keeping the 19-year-old pass, but I'll give her the experimental pass.
0: Experimental pass. Because let's get into this next song, because holy shit. This song is... I punched the air when I heard it, because up to this point, I was like, oh, there's not enough here for this podcast. And then mexican trumpets (laughs) i like that it took muse four albums to start doing like spaghetti westerns (laughs) amy mcdonald's going to kick into that on our first album
1: i like this song (laughs) see see the end of it as well the kick in at the end is the end is great
0: i can imagine that working well live for instance yeah no I, i think that's
1: a good song If you're looking to criticise it, though...
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, actually, I am! That's the central
1: concept of this. (laughs) The first... <laughs> the first thing is this. This is like the basically the exact chord progression and melody from "This Is the Life." This is
0: the life. Yes, if you slow it down, it is that song. Which is it's a good core progression and melody. So you <laughs> might as well. She's basically just decided. Right, we can't
1: do the chorus we again. We can't do the chorus again. We've maximised. We've yeah. saturated the number of choruses, but let's sort of spill it into another song. <laughs> this is life, part two. Yeah, they've they've spaced it out a little bit though, so that most people will be like, "Oh, I thought I heard this song, but it's, it's been fifteen minutes or so, so yeah, you have already kind forgotten." Of forgotten.
0: <laughs> yeah, and there's that trumpet kind of
1: distracting everybody. I like the trumpet, and then it's just bonkers. It's, it, I'd say this is the most experimental song because of the trumpet, but then but it's the,
0: not working.
1: The experiments uh, don't work. I I I disagree. It's not it's not the most interesting song in the beginning, but the kick at the no. end is good. Next song, my favourite song in the album. I'll have you know. Really? Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> put, put yourself in my Christ. shoes here.
0: I've been listening to. Not about, if that's your
1: favourite song.
0: I listened to six songs filled with melodrama. A nineteen-year-old trying to be serious.
1: And the Ooh, question just the way you. Just upbeat song. The question like, you ask yourself is: Where's the Glasgow? Where's the? How can I latch onto this? I can't
0: defend that. I absolutely cannot defend the lyrics, but the lyrics are least... she sounds like she she could relate to the experience rather than singing about stuff that she's only seen on tv and film before us but what yeah it's would just you mentioned a mention not- their-
1: song about a gig i think this was talking about the historical barlands ballroom where they went and danced and stuff because there's a lot of lyrics that are about going down you know to the dance floor and stuff with the and drugs that were but there then, the funny thing i thought was that the to sort of bring people back to there to sort of illustrate that through the music was what, what were they listening to back in those <laughs> ballroom dance days? I know, trumpets, honky tonk piano. I love the honky tonk piano, I unironically loved <laughs> I don't know enough about this, like, I've got more life experience than Amy McDonald, but I don't know the history of uh, the Barrellands ballroom. Well, she'll show you if you want. She's made a distinct effort to do that. Something tells me they didn't have like little plinky-plonk honky-tonk piano. I want to imagine it was like a saloon, basically. I this is just show my ignorance, but I don't think it was like in 20s America, it was. like <laughs> during the prohibition. I, th- I
0: think this is fascinating that you can completely accept like the Mexican trumpet, I'm a troubadour in Mexico in the 12th century, <laughs> but you can't accept,
1: oh, just a music band at a gig in Berlin. <laughs> if it was about a gig, I could sort of accept it. I, it seemed to me shoehorned in. The other, the other funny line I thought was just a bit weird was I wish I saw Bowie on that stage. I wish that I saw something to make me come of age. I did not appreciate that line.
0: I, I don't appreciate. But that
1: that maybe that maybe may indicates then that she is talking about bands rather than. That's that's what I thought. Because I don't think Bowie was playing the volume. Yeah. <laughs> <scene. laughs> oh, but there is a, a verse with a
0: wild and unkempt guitar that could be referring to Bowie. The the key to this song that actually made me think, oh, this is the best song, was when I realised that it sounds exactly like one of those songs that would come on at the end of like an 80s movie that starred Chevy Chase. Yeah. Like him and Dan Aykroyd with high five and then...
1: Honky tonk. Exactly. But I appreciated that this brings us on to our next track, that we're going from Glasgow, local, but then it's like, uh-oh, L.A.
0: This is the only song on the album also credited with a co-writer. Uh, the producer of the song And it's was, really fucking obvious Was it
1: Elliot Smith or Neil Young? It's
0: just some random guy Starts out like Steely Dan or something
1: Coming in with the piano Well, I, I didn't really have much to say about this one Or the, the next song The next song had, uh, yeah, banjo, had a banjo in it That was the only thing I kind of noticed let's just, footballers, footballer's Wife And I thought the Footballer's Wife was hilarious
0: The start of Footballer's Wife is amazing <laughs> dramatic strings, the most dramatic strings I think I've ever heard.
1: It's almost like Wagner or something. Is that to contrast with just uh, The Footballer's Wife? Because cause she's talking a lot about who she name from, James Dean, Marlon Monroe, and then she's contrasting with just some, like, Essex.
0: I read someone um, reviewing the album who said this is about Victoria Beckham, which I, from that time frame might make sense, I guess. This this, uh, song has, again, made me not like Amy McDonald as a person. In that exact song and on other ones, she's talked about, like, oh, she really likes Ginger Rogers and Fred Astaire, being just as superficial as a titular footballer's wife.
1: I had to Google Ginger Rogers. I wasn't sure who that was. So they're talking about the footballer's wife and sort of slagging her a bit and contrasting it with... And her struggle and strife. And her struggle and strife. But then there's also the girl from that show. Yes, the one we all know. <laughs> Who was that? Who was that? I that like, I, for some reason, I pictured that that was Jackie Bird. That was like some like Scottish uh, TV star like we if have over here. she's taking
0: shots at Jackie Bird, I'm pissed off. That Jackie makes her Bird's a worse person. just a presenter.
1: But I, I like that she just doesn't name her. It's like, yeah, it's the yeah. one we all know. One we all know. Let's, let's move one. on. She you she's think she's some kind of star? Yes, you know who you are. <laughs> Talking directly to Jackie Bird, we presume.
0: At that point, everybody who is a woman in the Scottish TV industry yeah. is thinking, holy shit. I have no other notes apart from the obvious but here's, thing that we're going to talk about. So here's
1: the thing. Yeah. Didn't
0: she marry a footballer? Stevie Lovell of Aberdeen. Within a year of releasing the, the album. Because that was my next question. <laughs> yeah. How long afterwards... It's like she
1: had to get it out of her system to become a footballer's wife. Maybe she was singing it for a long time. She just thought, yeah, footballer's wife would be quite a good... <laughs> she, she, she started it from herself.
0: this. She, started, she wrote the song from this very bitter personal experience and then moved into the world of being a celebrity thinking, you know what, actually it's pretty good. I kind of prefer the scenario where Stevie Love listened to this song thinking, right, I'm going to marry her. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I like the fact the footballers are scanning song titles to try and find girlfriends. <laughs> yeah. Oh, footballer's wife? I play football. This, again, is just a very It's five terrible, minutes long. It's the longest song. It's a terrible song it's... as well. It's quite bad. I still think Youth of Today is the worst, but this is...
0: Youth of Today has the worst lyrics. The production's stone-cold goods on Youth of Today. This is also... This, the production, this is... Like, the start strings... Let, we'll play... We're going to play, like, just that your... opening yeah. part. Because it's crazy.
1: bit is nuts but that's this is probably maybe the most experimental in terms of songwriting because she's actually not trying to just write a standard pop song she's trying to like comment on something that's going on in her times
0: what (laughs) you're gonna have to say that again
1: (laughs) like a lot of the other songs you could say those are just Cliched pop songs. are not really about yeah, anything. But I, it's but that's just rhyming lyrics. But here, she's trying to tackle a subject that's of her time, and she does. I would. I would say it's that's a bad what, subject to pick. Maybe.
0: I would say that's what works against it. Like she's doing like the played through song pop songs previously, and that's fine. And then on this one, she's revealing a little bit about herself by talking about her views on fo- football or her wife's, hmm. and it's just really banal and. How, how could you care that much about a footballer's wife? I, I wouldn't care. write a song about
1: it. No. <laughs> not with bombastic strings. To pick a subject from like our social times it's maybe not the best subject to pick, but at least she tried it. I'll <laughs> give her the try done, card, the she try could, pass. She, she could have done 9-11. She
0: could have done like, the economic crisis. Yeah. She did footballer's wife. I would like to end on this quote, because I found it on YouTube. She's still pretty much the only one who's allowed to sing this way not sounding like she was in Brit school for five years and then appearing in the charts, pretending she came from nowhere. Amy is quite natural and self-developed. And anyway, she wrote, quotes, that album. (laughs) (laughs) And any artist who can write that album, a la Tracy Chapman, Kate Bush, etc., is special...
1: First of all, <laughs> what is she talking about? She's the only one that's allowed to sing that way. What does that mean? We had a big meeting where we agreed Amy's the one who's allowed to sing. Oh, that that's way. right. Yeah, she's only allowed to sing. Oh, we've not even touched on. I wanted to talk about that. Maybe singing that way is putting on like a faux Irish accent. I can't believe we didn't talk about that for This Is a Life. I think we just got really used to it. It's that—that's something I really hate because if you hear on in interviews and things, she's just like, "I'm just a Glasgow girl," you know. Yeah. I'm just—I'm singing some songs, and she's almost a kind of apologetic and just that stereotypical, uh, like Glasgow schoolgirl or whatever. Yeah. But then when she's singing, it's like, <laughs> "Oh, tonight, tonight." <laughs> That is her natural singing voice. I think on this album she was finding her voice, and there was a couple of times where she did find (laughs) it, but she found that voice to be like a 40-year-old Irish woman's voice, (laughs) which she's now uh, went on to make her trademark voice.
0: Let's do a little kind of rating system that we're going to set up here. Did you hate, dislike, like, or love this album? Can I like add qualifiers to no, things? No, well, you can add qualifiers, but there's say, no, I, I don't want a middle ground because nobody cares about middle grounds. Take this, a
1: take this an opinion. Isn't, this isn't the music I listen to all the time. As I say, I've got some uh pop guilty pleasures that are just kind of bad music, but they're catchy and uh like sugary, and I like listening to them. So, and it ha- is on my iPod, so I guess I sort of like it, but I mean, I only listen to maybe This Is a Life and maybe a couple of other songs. Hmm. Once every three years or something, <laughs> so I'll, I'll say I like the album, but just with that qualification that it's a good pop album, and sure. I don't like it for that. I'm not going
0: to qualify I dislike this album, you I dislike it I, not hate it,
1: I don't I'm hate it as far it. as hate,
0: like it, like you said, it's it serves the market, and
1: that's fine. And the production is good on this album, it's good, catchy pop courses, it's kind of formulaic pop, it's a bit safe. Um, it's obviously not as
0: good as Shania Twain's next album coming out next month Yeah, but um, it it's just not what I listen to and the reason I don't listen to it is because I dislike it yeah uh, and the next sort of category rating do you think she achieved or did not achieve with this album? She, did she achieve what she, she wanted? she achieved what she said to do
1: yeah, that, I, I, would agree I with definitely that. think so and she's obviously got the, uh, the, the much deserved success from that because she set yeah, out to yeah. write a good pop album. She's, she's done it and that's why she's so big right now, so K- kudos to her. Kudos. Yeah, and she's married a footballer. and Indeed. she's She's got the life. This, this got is <laughs> the life for her.
0: And she's, uh, I think she's talking about Struggle and Strife right now. She has some Struggle
1: and Strife. She but had like an epilepsy she'd... attack or something, didn't she? <laughs> well, she's what?
0: not going to talk too much about that <laughs> in a song. She's not going to write the epilepsy song. Maybe in her next album. That would be bold choice. Uh, I'm pretty sure she divorced uh, oh did she oh, by no, way, she's true. a footballer divorcee right okay footballer's ex-wife <laughs> that's a, that's probably maybe a good way to end it um, this would be John and Martin uh, thank you for listening